Marvel Marching Society, Kate Crisis. Hey, this is Henry Gilbert, the host of the Comic Book Podcast, Cape <laughs> Crisis. And this is a special episode pre-recorded. Merry to Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. We're all on a special trip to the most Thanksgiving of places in the world, Tokyo, Japan. You've given us so much. Uh, so, so they... But uh, it, it's hard to get turkey even there. And no, I, I don't before want. you yell at me, none of your donations finance the trip to Japan. For oh, that, no. you can please donate to my girlfriend because she's <laughs> paid for the she paid for the flight. Yeah, but you no. are man; those tweets you've been making here from from Japan, yes, or will have made. Mm-hmm. Keep a lookout for a lot of wonderful tweets from mm-hmm. Tokyo, Japan, of all of our wacky fun. I bet you've never seen white people react to <laughs> weird things in Japan before. Have you guys seen Crane Games? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is this panties thing? Like, uh, I the one time I ever saw you use panty machine, it made me feel disgusting. I, I cannot like, wait. Wow, to, these are real. We like, will seek it out, and gross. we will be filming it. Yeah. And we'll draw straws on who gets to put it on their face. I'll be busy that whole day. No, no, it can't happen. But Where okay, are they? but so anyway. but the well, the one I found was in the uh, the red light district, Sanchome of Shinjuku, as in the third district. It's also where like the gay bars are. But uh, when I walked around there, I had the same experience you had of the massage place just giving up and going like blow job blow job blow job come blow on job fifty bucks faggot get in here. <laughs> <laughs> I learned enough English to tell you this. Like, <laughs> but, you know, bef- so, before okay, so before we go to Japan, mm-hmm. I need a, a heavy dose of Americana, and I think Chris has oh, it ready for beautiful us. Beautiful segue. Um, yes, yeah, so previously we had, for our specials when we go out of town, our mm-hmm. E3s and Christmases, we have been looking at musicals. Not going to happen this year. So Aww. what has happened, I, uh, I make it a point to once, at least... Two to three times a month, I go to a local comic store and I purchase something. I didn't even in, uh, introduce the other two people. Oh, sorry. Chris Antista, yes. regular co-host, and and our good friend Brad Elston. <laughs> yes. I'll be flying away on a magic carpet. I, I will never get tired of those 1960s Spider-Man songs. Oh, They're boy. fantastic. Uh, it's from the cartoon. I can't agree. Um, <laughs> Uh, but what I did want to celebrate is that Marvel is turning seventy-five, and when I mm-hmm. I go, I recently have been buying a lot more just the Image comics. I love being able to walk in and buy an Image collection for ten dollars and support my local comic store and support an independent comic. I make it a point to do that, and it's never once hurt me at all. <laughs> you can go buy Southern Bastards, go buy Rat Queens, go buy Saga. The image and books are the are they they are priced right. They're priced amazingly. I can't tell if these are comics or Ninja Turtle characters <laughs> <laughs> or or Marvel storylines. But one time, I'm the Southern like, Bastard. I bought Death of Wolverine, the first issue. Like I don't have a lot of first issues. Mm-hmm. Why not just buy this one? It's a big special issue. And then I lift up the bag and realize it is like 16 times as heavy as a single comic. And it mm-hmm. contained this magazine. That you're holding in your hands and right according, now. According, I don't, like, I ha- like, you would think there's a Marvel magazine in existence, right? But I don't think there no, is. No, I don't think so. No, but not it's Because the spine reads the Marvel 75th anniversary magazine. A one-shot magazine with yeah. some really neat articles in it. Very sure. exciting. Um, and, and it's got that cover image, the famous cover image that involves no X-Men or Fantastic Four characters. This is true. With uh, Wow. Rocket being put where Wolverine used to stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Several, uh, yeah, 75th anniversary, you know, jam piece with and like... What does Fantastic Four matter to yeah. the Marvel Universe? Not that much. I mean, yeah. they were only the start of the Silver Age, but who cares? And I hope I hope you can find this because it's it's fascinating to not only watch every advertisement is forced to bend the knee and wish Marvel seventy five <laughs> years, even the fire department. 
It's um, just Marvel's to, pretty, and you know, up to an, they've been really cool to the fire. Marvel's show, yes. I mean, comicsology. Congratulations on seventy-five years. We will ruin the way you do business. Um, <laughs> Hot Wheels. You're either with us or against us. And I showed you guys earlier. <laughs> Lego, IDW, all people bending the knee. Happy seventy-fifth, hero Marvel. Why? Even why Charles are, Atlas. That's probably the best. The wow, old Charles I love Atlas. That is Charles so great. Um, so it's a cool issue. So what we are here to gather. And why are the peasants about, the king voice in that case? I don't know because I'm a little sick. Don't date this program. I don't want people to know when we record it. You had a very long illness before our trip to Japan. I did. Okay. It is. It's been a week long. Um, All right. So what, what's interesting, real quick, is so when they when it turned fifty in, mm-hmm. 90, in like ninety one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. There was a book called Five Fabulous Decades of Marvel. I had that book, and I still have that book. What and I got book, it's it such like a, a cool cover of uh, Spider Man. No, it was a big soft cover, like giant oversized book. It was mm. a hardcover. Oh, I had the soft cover. Yeah, I've got a hardcover. Oh man, you got a fake baby, but like super thick. I mean, it's mm. thick and it's like it's it was like a seventy fifty dollar book or mm. something. Hell yeah, it was huge. And it was a big 50th anniversary thing, and it and it talks about the history of the company. Mm-hmm. It was character profiles. That's why I, that was my first in, in, real introduction to Captain America and why he is cool mm-hmm. and not like when, what I had been reading and, and through toys and stuff was like this dude's lame. Who cares? Yeah, it that re- was a book that kind of convinced me. And it reprinted some lost comics too in, in oh, the back. Yeah. And uh, and I I love the cover. One of my favorite covers ever. Like the it was a John Romita Senior Spider Man yeah. crawling up a building. Yeah. one. but it's just weird that that seventy five anniversary is a magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. No, I mean they're putting out. I am buying a mega book that is also yeah, a sure. collection. But yeah, it, yeah. I want. I do want to just pick, the seventy-five best comics. This is a great article. Not. The timely birth of Marvel that shows it was timely comics first. Look at that, the Stanley I mean, Patsy Walker production. I mean, that's what that book is. I'll yeah. fall like, down Patsy Walker. Patsy Walker is now Hellcat, so that character yeah. technically yeah. still exists. Yeah. Yeah. Some, and uh, she's in the She-Hulk. Some Black Knight love. Ah, the Black Knight <laughs> also still sort of exists. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? What's your, so what, what they do have? Here. They do have is the top like Marvel. I'm saying officially has counted down its 75 greatest Marvel comics of all time. Greatest, I, greatest. Right, so important, best, all these things that define Marvel. And they cl- they claim that these were chosen by you, the reader. But I, I don't know mm. where the, the I don't know where the I don't remember voting for this. Exactly. Not my list. With thousands of responses narrowing down 75 years of the greatest characters proved, uh, and most talented creators did not prove an easy task, but with your assistance, we believe we came up with a represent- representation uniquely Marvel. Enjoy 75 fantastic, amazing, incredible, uncanny gems from more than seven decades, as chosen by you, partially. Um, but uncanny. Gems. So number 75 is real, death- real quick. What's up? Before we start, what do you think number one is, Henry? Mm, oh, that's, quick that's, prediction for number one. Yeah, I have as no clue. Voted we don't know. The- that's the thing. It's Henry and I have no clue. Okay. As voted by, yeah, if Chris has read it, neither mm-hmm. of us have even looked at it. As voted by the readers, I will say the number one. I can't ooh, even give that a buzzer is noise. Really, that is really tough, but I'm going to go with Spider. Amazing Spider Man 300. 300. Really? I'll go maybe Death of Gwen Stacy. Oh, would, yeah. Would you know what? Yeah, Death of Gwen Stacy. That's a good one. Well, we'll find out, I believe, um, All right. if you guys are actually correct. Um, and the, or just the 9-11. For, for example, and this is... I don't know, this All is right, very so number strange. 75. Some of these, Where's this number start? 75 is Death of Spider-Man from uh, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, which ah. is a, a, not so much an issue, but an arc that I really loved. I really did like the end of yeah, Ultimate Comics that, Spider-Man. that was a good one. Watching Aunt May shoot Electro in the chest is a fantastic <laughs> moment. 
that's a that's an interesting starting point. At number seventy four, there's Next Wave Agents of Hate. Oh, that's good. Yeah, which I I've, I, I think do is, love that book. Is, I didn't expect that on there. Well, the, I, mean, I want to give you. We're going to jump way further in a little bit. Number seventy three, New Mutants ninety eight. Uh, that's very important. That's the last issue of regular New Mutants that it's, then went into X Force. It yeah. says uh, Rob Rob Liefeld and Fabian Nicesia uh, yes. continued yeah. to sow the seeds of X Force with the introduction of Domino and even bigger Wade Wilson, aka Deadpool. Yep, number, big deal. Number seventy-two, Marvel two-in-one annual number seven. What? Okay, so the description reads: What's better than uh, the Thing putting on a big pair of boxing gloves and duking out? Uh, in a bout with cosmic entity known as the Champion, how about oh. Colossus, Thor, Hulk, Sasquatch, and other Marvel heroes joining him? That this- was okay. Yeah, Dan Slott did a parody, well, not a parody, but like a sequel to that. The cover's fantastic. In She-Hulk, remember She-Hulk was fighting Champion for the Power Gem? Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. So I figured on that note, we can probably jump into the top twenty. All right, um, top twenty. Maybe let's say the top 30, but we'll do the, these, these 10 really fast. Okay. Number 30, Incredible Hulk 19, uh, 181. First appearance of Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Oh, nice. Uh, this first... is part trivia thing for us, because we can just name... You'll that, say the issue name, and then we can but name... But that is, that is weird. Fucking Marvel cards. Laying the knowledge yeah. in you. Yeah. That's, no, it was like reading ex- reading them over and over. They're like flashcards for dorks. They really, they really are. were. Exactly. If only I spent that time learning a language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Or a marketable skill. <laughs> these are... Hey, we wouldn't be here today without this skill. Oh. Oh, I'm making a lot of money for this episode. Stop it! Yes, you are. I, somewhere in Japan, I'm, I'm doing backflips. <laughs> Paid by my job. Um, number 29, Extremis. Extre- oh, oh the yeah. Iron Man yeah, the... Um, who wrote that? Um, uh, Warren Ellis. Ellis? Yeah. And with A.D. Garnov as the artist, yeah. which yes, basically just set the tone for, for the, the Iron movies. Man film. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 02, I think. Yes, 05. Oh, right. A oh, great yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. That oh, it also updated uh, him away from Vietnam and into... Iraq or Desert Storm? Mm-hmm. He was Desert much. Storm, yeah. yeah. I think now it can just be Iraq, like or yeah, Afghanistan. Vague, vague, sometime in Afghanistan. We'll always have a war in the Middle East. <laughs> stick him to. There'll always be some brown person who's getting set on fire by a plane we sent. Moving on. Sorry, was that too depressing? Mm-hmm. Um, number twenty-eight is Spider-Man Blue, the part of the Jeff Loeb Tim Sale color series. Well, I know like you Spider-Man Blue. Never liked those, and I, I actually, no, I did it's, read this. Why? one. are so fucking maudlin. Mm-hmm. What do they think? Why, why is it important? Like, um, I, didn't, I never read it. Hey, part of Just Loeb and Tim Sale's color series, along with Daredevil Yellow, which I did not like, and The Hulk Gray, which I did not like, <laughs> uh, the, the sensitively told and lovingly drawn uh, and colored story recaptures the innocence and tragedy of Peter Parker's love affair with Gwen Stacy. The, the art is pretty neat. It's very... It's Tim very... Sale is awesome. That's why it makes me so sad that he's, yeah, but... like, shackled to Jeff Loeb's bullshit. But it's that he's hearkening back so much to, like, Ditko's really, really nerdy Parker. Yes. Um... Still, <laughs> that number number twenty seven is Maximum Carnage, that is... and I wanted to see. I basically, it is a, it's an awful comic, but it is important. This is the only reason I went back to thirty because uh, I really wanted to see if why... you thought Maximum Carnage was so, worthy. So of... look, like they cashed in on a character that was moving comics, and it yeah. was nineties to the extreme. Like it, oh, and, it yeah. and it worked, but like even me, like by the time I got to Maximum Carnage, like so. That ran through every Spider-Man comic mm-hmm. over the course of so, just a few months. Three if I may, months. If I, if I may Spider-Man months. Unlimited number one and two, Web of Spider-Man 103 to 101, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 378 to 380, Spider-Man 35 to 37, Spectacular Spider-Man 201. Yeah, it was every Spider-Man comic for three months, but it was like part one was Spider-Man Limited. Part mm-hmm. two was Amazing. Part three was Web, and then it would cycle back through. Yeah. It ended in Unlimited 2, and it was like... 
Spider-Man Unlimited was a fifth week book because sure. every three months there's the fifth week that you need to put out a book on, and so then they made up this 64 page semi annual that comes out right. every three months. And Spider-Man Unlimited number one was the start of that, and yeah. then the series ends or the storyline ends in Spider-Man. But like Unlimited it was gratuitous, too. like oh yeah, beyond, nothing happened beyond like, belief. Like it was just chaos. Mm. For issues upon issues, well, they and even by like every character they could. It was like Deathlock and like like all Cap, his, Firestar, like Cloak and Dagger, Carry On, and like Carrion. the villains, like so many losers. And it was a bunch of losers. Demi Goblin. It was a bunch of losers. Demo Goblin. Demo Goblin. Yeah, yes. Come on. Now. My mistake. Uh, right. Number 26, House of M, which is pretty fucking neat. And getting back in... This is a big part of me getting back into comics. I, I don't think I, so. I, I, totally I, liked it. It. I liked it only because they hadn't... It felt like they hadn't done an event in a long time. Yes, but it was just a bunch of what-if books. Like, it was, but I, I for some like reason, that. like I had got back into comics three years before that, and I don't mm. remember there being an event in 03 or 04. Yeah, mm. kind of. And this was, was like an event, and yeah. I hadn't read one, and it was just a fun, like, well, what if Magneto won? But it really was like a, it was just warm up for Civil War. Sure. Like, totally. But it was like, it was like a, a sort of a new Age of Apocalypse idea, only yeah. instead of like, it was this dystopian thing, it was like, well, what if it turned out, if Magneto ruled, it actually kind of turned out fairly well for the mutants. Well, here's here's one I'm, the next one I'm going to need a little help with. Uh, number 25, at number 25, The Death of Captain Marvel Attributed to Marvel Graphic Novel Number One. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was did that, a series that... of original graphic novels that were long term. This was a big deal just because Jim Starlin was like, "I'm going to yes. kill Captain Marvel." Like mm-hmm. number, like but totally. The, the way they do it is so ridiculous. Uh, we were so going to talk like, about it. He gets space cancer, <laughs> but it's but it's cancer. Wait, say it one more time. He gets space cancer. So, but it's how he gets that cancer in some random throwaway issue. <laughs> there's like some canister thrown at him, and it like shoots <laughs> stuff in his face. And then they go off and have all kinds of crazy adventures. And then later they're like, oh, "Remember that canister?" And everyone's like, "No," <laughs> like, "Oh, it was filled with cancer or something." It's and a, then yeah. because of my crazy DNA and immune system, the cancer thing fought back and made this super cancer. It's supposed to feel real, and that sure. it's like there is no out. Like right. the, the this is too good, and it's also just like. Some days in real life, you'll just make a decision like, "No, that's why you died. You didn't even notice it." Like, so yeah. it's just little stuff like that. It was. It's. It seems a very important story, and it's also one they've never gone back on, and probably because yeah. of its importance, mm-hmm. they never will. Yeah, because they wanted to have. Because he does die like in bed. Yeah, and like Thanos is there, and I think he tries to. Thanos fight. and Death kind of like just take him into the afterlife because yeah. th- at that point Thanos is dead and yeah. with mm-hmm. Death, and so he's like, "Here, come on, Marvel. I'll just take you the rest yeah. of the way." Well, Marvel. It's speaking, interesting. Speaking of Jim Starlin, that brings us to number. And you can 24. buy a gra- you can buy a you know a trade of just that. Well, it is a trade. What am I talking yep. about? Uh, speaking of Jim 24. Starlin, number twenty four. So I'm going to try and make this tougher on you guys. Part of this spanned Strange Tales one seventy eight through one eighty one. The other thing would spoil what it is. Well, it's Infinity Gauntlet? Mm-hmm. No, that wouldn't be that no. high. That's twenty four. Strange Tales. Strange Tales. The other issue being Warlock. It's Warlock. Infinity, oh. Warlock. Uh, oh, Warlock the story of Warlock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Having spanned the stars with uh, Captain Marvel, Jim Starlin upped the ante by exploring the scope of the soul with Warlock. The, the self-contained epic has it all. The Infinity Gems, Thanos, and the classic team up with Spider-Man, the Thing, and the Avengers. That's oh, awesome. right. Yeah. I need to read that one. That's pretty crazy. Do you have a date I on think, that? Like, I think that's the one that I, where mm. uh, Spider-Man is yelling, shut up. Oh, yeah. Thing. I think that's that one. And it's just like, shut up. 
That was my Facebook cover image for quite a while. I'm trying not to look at the magazine. Um, number 23, if I were to say, stemmed from the issues of Fantastic Four 48 through 50. Uh, well, that's the Galactus. It yeah. is the coming of Galactus, or the Galactus <laughs> trilogy. The yeah. great um, thing about that is, like, when it ends, like, the Galactus mm-hmm. part just is over, mm-hmm. and then it goes into... Human Torch going to college. Yep, like <laughs> pretty great. I read like, it too recently. It yeah. just goes like, and eh, now that that's solved, I'm off to school. They got, as Chris Sims put it, like you got to keep the story going. Like yeah. you keep the like the, people want to read the next issue. You can't have finality. Like, yeah, well, because I've been also fun- I bought that Inhumans like trade last year that kind of goes through all the Inhuman stuff, which it's pretty great that they can get away from that technically being a Fantastic Four property because yeah, Medusa it's... does first appear in Spider Man. But the oh. Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and the Inhumans are all properly introduced together. It's funny, yeah, that they're not part of the NFL. All right. All right, number 22 is Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Man, I just read that last Christmas, and that what do you is, think? it is 90s as hell. It and is, 90s is I, all get out. I was reading it when I'm, I was mildly getting back into comics, started working at Radar with you guys, and Bratcher had, yeah. this seems hard to believe, like, they were collected in black and white. Eric Bratcher, our mm-hmm. old buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was cheaper to do it in black and yeah, white. Yeah, no, I just haven't seen a black and white collection of comics in a very, very they long time. They just wanted to mass produce it because there's so many. Like it was yeah. all Mar- all X Men books were canceled for two months and yeah. replaced with number it says one for and two. four months. Astonish- four months. Yeah, and it was four replaced months. with like Astonishing X Men. Oh, sorry, I'm getting that confused with when. The Scarlet Spider took over the Spider-Man books. He did it for two months when they tried to recapture lightning in a bottle. This I don't know. Number 21, X-Men, God Loves, Man Kills. That was another original graphic novel. That basically was the second X-Men movie. Yep. It's it's very strange. It's kind of showcasing that, wow, when you guys make a story that's supposed to be self-contained within the pages of an actual book... Mm -hmm seems to resonate with people a little Though more. Claremont really uh, regretted making Stryker only in that and killing off Stryker. He's like, no, nah, Stryker's a good character. Which is why Stryker is like in every fucking X-Men movie now. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's a he's an A-ranked character. That is pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, decent villain, though. Uh, number 20? We're at 20. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Uh, that's a who big... do you trust? In 2008, no one could be trusted thanks to this shape-shifting scroll invasion that took over some of the most well-placed heroes in the Marvel Universe, including my gal, Spider Woman. I thought it was a fun book. I I liked the adventure it takes you on. I guess so. I just like it. But the distrust never paid off. Yeah, it seemed like it was only. I don't don't know. I don't think I've ever actually read it. I read it. Not enough people were scrolls. It was like in one ear, out the other for some reason. I read about. I I love the issues uh, of like specifically New Avengers and Deadpool that are the Secret Invasion timeline. Specifically, if you haven't read the Deadpool one where he. They're trying to clone him to get his regeneration powers, and he ends up giving all the scrolls his cancer. Yeah. That's an awesome one. <laughs> I really great. do love that. Deadpool one was great. The the um, uh, the Black Panther one is amazing too. There are some really good uh, Secret Invasion tie-ins. I actually like more than regular. I've never read the actual Secret Invasion. Well, they spent um, a lot of Secret Invasion just kind of hanging out I mean, in the savage. For what it's worth, like all Secret Invasion and all of Age of Apocalypse are on unlimited. So the one thing I loved about Secret Invasion was that after it was post Civil War. They'd have all these, like, split Avengers. Mm. And this is the first time in, like, four or five years, it was all the Avengers have a giant fight in Central Park, and, like, they say, Avengers assemble, and they just have a big-ass fight. Like, mm. it was a fun... That was a cool moment. Yeah, because Disassembled was 0203. Yeah. Or 0304, I guess. And then, yeah. This one's going back uh, even further. Daredevil 181. That would be 19. the one where he... Uh, wait, is that the death of Electra? It is the death of Electra. Okay. Almost At the hands of his arch enemy, 
Bullseye. Yep. A bullseye, see? A classic cover. Her <laughs> getting stabbed. That's it. Well, it, it just feeds in like... You could put that cover right now on a t-shirt because it's hot pink and bright yellow. Yeah. It, it's it a would great look cover. very great on a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, number 18 is uh, Steven Seagal Under Siege. Or Avengers what? Under Siege. Oh. Eh. The Siege? Oh, uh, no, wait. Under Siege... Is the uh, the the 1980s storyline oh. by Rob Roger Stern? I believe it starts in like 250. Yes, yes. And 270. 270. Okay. But yeah, Roger Stern did it. Where just he he brought in the Masters of Evil, who uh, just a team of supervillains he hadn't done before. And his cool changeup was the Masters of Evil had always been like a one to one thing of like this is a Thor villain, this is a Cap villain. We're teaming up to take on the Avengers. They say, like, wait, no, the bad guys, would they'd put together an army of bad guys to fight the Avengers. They wouldn't want fair one-to-one numbers. And so that's what it was, just an army of bad guys invade Avengers Mansion and tear it to pieces, beat Jarvis nearly to death. Like, wow. And then Jarvis, Jarvis got back to normal eventually, but for a long time he was very skinny. He was missing an eye. Like, he, yeah. I really want to read this. I've never, never heard of it. Uh, if I said Amazing Spider-Man issue 248... 248 would be the boy who collects Spider-Man. The kid who collected Spider-Man. The kid Spider-Man. who collects Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Just, just read it. It's a good, it's a good, and it's a backup story. Like it's actually only yeah. like 12 pages long, but it's a fun story. All right, Elston. Well, fun, fun's not the right word. Yeah. Number 16 is Annihilation, and it doesn't seem to say what of Annihilation. I mean, I'm guessing, it probably guessing the main series. sprawling cosmic epic spread across series, uh, starring Drax the Destroyer, Nova, Silver Surfer, Super Scroll, uh, and Ronan the Accuser. Annih- Annihilation was the masterpiece that kickstarted a cosmic revival at Marvel. That's kind oh, of true. It's definitely true. Um, I reread it recently, and mm-hmm. it, for some reason, like it didn't hold up quite as well. I still think it's eighty percent good. Yeah, as good as I remember it. I, I read through it too. I got the omnibus, and so yeah, because it. it's it, also on unlimited. So I just blew through it. Again. I thought it was a bit of a tough read, but it, if you if you're that out of out of sync with the Marvel cosmic mm-hmm. universe, it's a lot of proper nouns to ingest immediately. And it, it's species. it's more introductory than most cosmic yeah. Yeah. books are. Well, that's the thing is like a lot of that stuff I wasn't totally privy to Xandar mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I mean I knew a lot of the key I players, like, but yeah. like. I like Nova as much. I love Nova, but even I didn't know Xandar that no, well. I, didn't at like, all. I mean, for all I know, it was half that stuff was invented to make Nova Core seem like a bigger deal when it gets destroyed. Well, I think they didn't show much of Xandar because they really are just a ripoff of Oa and the yeah. Green Lanterns. Like the next few are gonna are slightly irritate me. Um, okay. Number fifteen is Hulk number one. And See, this wait, wait. what? Um, Which Hulk number one? The sixties. Hulk number one from nineteen sixty two. It's not even that great of a story. That's, and that's pretty much where we're at. Number 14 is Fantastic Four, number one. Number 13 is Captain America Comics, number one. Number 12 is Avengers, number one. Right. So it's sort of like if we were counting down the best episodes, would you ever include the pilot? <laughs> it's, yeah, it is well, just weird. Just some, it's, some cases have really good pilots. But very true. Yes. Rest of development being one of them. But most of the time, the pilot is not the best. It's your yeah. introduction, and it might well, be more and, memorable. And those first issues are, like, so different from where they end up, even, yeah. like, ten issues later. Yeah. Like, the Avengers is crazy. Like, the, yeah. that they find the Hulk working in a circus, and then, like, <laughs> tell him to work with them. And, like, like it's Ant-Man, not even Giant-Man, that Iron Man has his crappy gold armor. Like, yeah. they're kind of a loser squad. And he has, like, his uh, talks to transistor radios with his... I got oh. magnets in my suit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then the guy like freezes or glues them to the 
fucking floor, and then Iron Man drives a truck out and like carries. Also, the the the, the Fantastic Four, and uh, I just recently read the Challengers of the Unknown. Uh, the DC equivalent, who actually pre- premiered before the Fantastic Four and were created by Jack Kirby. Yeah, boy. But anyway, in both of their origins, they survive a crash. Like that, like they should have died in a in a crash of a spacecraft. And when they didn't die, they're like, you know what we should do? S- save the world and go on adventures. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that's their response wow. to a near death experience. They're like this proves we can survive anything. Let's save the world. Well, uh, number 11 is Secret Wars. That is a fun book. I've talked about it on here before being very toyetic in 80s. It is. I reread that last year, having not read it in like 15 years maybe. And mm. it is, it's kind of the first, I mean, it's not the first big event, but it's like, it, I it's, thought it was. it's definitely a prototype to it. for like a, a, a brand wide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crossover, and I still think it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And to see that army of characters together, you yeah. really didn't see it that much. Just but even even reading it now, it still felt like this is kind of cool. And and seeing the villains interact and none of them and get along. Is, yeah, and, like, and it is the A list of the yeah. A list characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's everybody together. Yeah. You never see him hang out just to see like have Spider Man, the X Men, and Thor all just like talking to each other at the same time. Yeah. And everybody got a cool moment and yeah. everybody is very much themselves. It's also a great introduction to the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Like You're if like, you don't know anything and it's like Secret Wars is all the heroes and villains are ripped off planet Earth, put on an artificial planet to amuse a demigod. Mm-hmm. And it's like so you get like What's that, Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Like, you get a very Muppet Show-style <laughs> yeah. introduction to, well, oh my god, it's the Wasp! <laughs> but Spider-Man got to be cool. Like, yeah. he got to beat the, all the X-Men. All the X-Men. The X-Men get to matter, like, and Magneto's like, no, I'm Magneto, I fucking rule. Like, yeah, and and then it, Doctor Doom, like, gets established by yeah. the end of it, like, no, I am the badass yeah. of the Marvel Universe. My only so. criticism rereading it was... Once again, Wasp doesn't get Wasp much. Wasp sucks ass. And then she like just fucking just makes out with Magneto like so easily. Like, well, thanks for inviting me here, Magneto. Boy, your place is nice. I guess we could. Silence! Like, <laughs> yeah, she's not good. Well, but he makes her a comb. She's like, oh, my hair is so awful. Yeah, like, I could build she... you a comb with magnets. She's written poorly. And yes. then also Ultron is basically just turned into a mindless robot. Yeah, robot. well, he gets reprogrammed by Doom. I mean, you have that excuse. Yeah, that's why, but it's just still like... Ultron is like, at the end of the day, he's the one they should have all had to worry about. Yeah. But he gets taken he's out. too pl- big, you can't... Sure. Well, that you do take that into account, too, that Doom has to be number one. That's why he takes yeah. out Kang, also. Because yeah. he's like, no, I can't... Kang will usurp me, Ultron will try to usurp me. I have to keep these kind right, of lower-level guys. Guys, we're recording this in advance. There could be a new Secret Wars out by the time this goes up. <laughs> All right. I believe they teased one. Number 10 is, you guys will never guess, who pre- who premiered in Amazing Fantasy number 15? Uh, who number, premiered? Uh, it was Joe drawn Criminal. by uh, one Stephen J. Ditka. Mike Ditka. <laughs> Mike Ditka. I honestly expect that to be a little higher. I I, this say. Is, it is kind of the like, placement here is really weird. This is where the conversation is great. Like it, as as a story you can read today, it kicks the shit out of like yeah. Fantastic Four, Avengers, Batman, all those other origins. Yeah. Like it still is great because it's a nice little. Twi- it's a Twilight Zone. It's episode. a great Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the Winter Soldier. 
which I do Ooh, agree with being oh, like a fantastic. Cool. Oh, just the Winter Soldier story. Yeah, the Winter that Soldier story. Great, Captain great America, story. One, uh, number one through fourteen. Even more so than Civil War. I bet Civil War is number one, isn't it? Anyway, I'm not saying more so than Civil War. I think it is the best Marvel story of that decade. Like, and, and very much of its time. Totally, it's sure. a post nine eleven story. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's great. It's good. It's it's still worth reading. Yeah, I think it definitely deserves it, a place in the top. As I heard a comedian Most once say, as as I heard a comedian once say, like. Ed Brubaker did the thing that's supposed to be the worst thing you could ever yeah. do in comics and bring back Bucky and he made it work mm-hmm. better than anybody. He made it work and it made it probably the best Marvel movie. Yeah. Yep. Like two dates. Which which has almost nothing to do with the Winter Soldier. The, the yeah, movie. not a lot. Not a whole and lot. And that's why when we talk about the movies and like I didn't but I didn't like Civil War or Ragnarok, I'm like it'll probably use little pieces yeah, from it and you won't be, recognize yeah. the storyline. When at talking all. about when people ask me like Civil War, what happened to that? And I, like at the end of it, I was like, "Oh, and you know, Cap dies and gets replaced by Bucky." <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that that might happen. Well, Kevin Feige <laughs> mentioned it. He's like, "But Civil War was all about superhero registration, and in the Marvel universe, there is no secret There's identities no secret at identities. all." Period. And he's like, "Yeah, but that's not what it's about." I would yeah. guess Daredevil would be. He, he's got to have a secret identity. Maybe, he will be yes. the first. But yeah. yeah, but will he? Will that? Will those characters be in the movies? Maybe they got to cross over a little. But it's yeah. like those street level heroes. By the time you get to fucking fucking Infinity War, it's mm. like these these characters. That's gonna matter. be great. Your favorite Netflix superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Your Netflix superheroes <laughs> in the Infinity War. What will they, they do? Get in the killed day? in like five seconds. Like, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, Civil War. They've said it's more about who do heroes answer yeah, to, yeah. and who do you, you register? You can assume like. Iron Man will have one answer. Cap will, ha- Cap will well, have another Shield gets answer. rebuilt with Iron Man in charge of it. Sure, when he was director of Shield for a while. Yeah. So, so in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they need a new. Well, he Shield. was already like against Shield because he's like, this isn't freedom. It's yeah, fear. He was and all all, yeah, and num- number eight, I agree with. And in terms of like, this should be Marvel's first Christmas special, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, number eight on Marvel's official list of the seventy-five greatest Marvel comics of all time, Marvels. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah. think I think the story of Marvels deserves to be told, and I don't think it maybe should be done on the big screen. But like an hour long <sighs> special, like a beautifully shot special for like on Christmas Day, that is wouldn't, wouldn't cool. that be super cool? Yeah. Marvels is gorgeous, yeah. But yeah. It, but I forgot what uh, I just read it again recently, and it really is like just a small fraction of time of Marvels sure. universe. Really, it's just like the forties. Mm-hmm. And then the '60s, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. it ends at the '60s. Well, I love how. I mean, that's what I love is it's still when these crazy things happening yeah. are still new to everyone. Yeah. So even that Gwen Stacy thing that takes place during Atlantis attacking, <laughs> it's still kind of like everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Well, and it's only the type of story that a mega mega Marvel fanboy like Kurt Busiek could write because he's like, "No, I have it. I have it mapped out." This comic happened then, yeah. and then this issue of Avengers happened, and then yeah. Fantastic Four, and it all like it. Ha- he makes a chronology. Yeah. Just that art, that just this the Galactus issue is yes. still like the first time I saw it, I was legit stunned. And mm. now at this point, Alex Ross's art's pretty commonplace. No, it's still, it's still really it's beautiful. Still it's great. It's, it's, it's on Marvel great. Unlimited, and that's where I read it. And I I can't stand that app for reading comics. It's yeah, not it's very bad. very good for art. But you said there was like a giant edition. I bought the premier edition, yeah. which is a one hundred and fifty dollar. Poster size. My word, Henry. It is, it is really cool. Well, you can probably get behind number seven on the list of 75 greatest Marvel comics of all time. Well, also in that Marvel's collection, it has every every cover Alex Ross has ever painted for Marvel. Oh, oh wow. Every single one. Uh, the number seven on the top 75 greatest uh, Marvel know, comics of all time. Is. Starts with an I and ends with an omelet. 
Um, <laughs> so, all right. Infinity, Infinity Omelette. Let's see what they have to say about it. Thanos seeks universal power over mind, soul, space, time, and reality through the Infinity Gems. And it's not even the cosmic heroes of the Marvel... Oh, no. And not even the cosmic heroes of the Marvel Universe can stop him. Yes. That's pretty true. Didn't do, yep. it, didn't do it justice. I read through it a little in a, in a, in a previous Cape Crisis. Mm-hmm. We uh, recently talked the shit out of this. So. But yeah. that 1,000-page that omnibus, is, I already went into before, but it's, it, it's a re- like, there's a reason that was my gateway drug to the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. in, in, a, in, a, in a sense of the, the cosmic side and also mm-hmm. just being super into comics. That was the thing that got me. And that's definitely a top ten. Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. And, I don't know, let's see how the next one figures uh, in, that, in that sense. Uh, number six is, if I, sa- if I said X-Men 141. Uh, oh, 140. Okay, oh, Days of Future Past. It is Days of yeah. Future Past. Um, totally, yeah, very important. I, I reread it. it. I reread it recently. It w- it's mega short. It's really short, and it's yeah. kind of neat, tied into need of a, a package. Because they didn't know it was going to be that important, it was yeah. just a one-off. To, but what was so important about to Claremont and Byrne? It, 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 well, it was so popular that it also just set the tone. They're like, "No, this is the future." Like they've they've revisited that future and yeah. redone that future mm-hmm. a million times. Not mm-hmm. just even in X Men, but in other books. Like dystopian, mm-hmm. a dystopian future like that was kind of new to comics, mm-hmm. then. especially the idea, that, especially the idea that like this this fun, colorful world we've all been reading is, is going to turn out doom. so bad. Yeah was like, wait, what? That all the heroes are dead. Like, just the cover of just yeah, like, the cover. Here's, here, here's who's all dead. Everybody. Except but Wolverine and Shadowcat. I'm saying that by comparison at what's at number five. It's a very important book. Number five is also an X-Men storyline. What would you imagine uh, that would be? Is it giant size X-Men? It occurred. It's X-Men 129 through 138. Oh, uh, oh the Dark Phoenix it, saga. It, the Dark Phoenix saga, which to me seems like the yeah. more important yeah, more important story. well, it is. I love that whole Claremont era. As some, I, it, there's it's verbose as shit, but like I do love it. There's a classic, like every almost every other issue is just like, oh, that's a classic moment. That's another classic. Yeah, the Claremont and Burn years, especially, just defined X Men forever. Yep. But I think I think Days of Future Past is just more readable now. Mm-hmm. Like, while meanwhile the, the Dark Phoenix one is just kind of it's a forgotten conclusion you know the ending mm. at this point for sure and it also I mean like I said it's it's them at some of their most talky there's a lot yeah. of words crammed into boxes and though the Hellfire Club part in it too has one of the best yeah, Wolverine yeah. Wolverine cutting loose stories ever yeah. like it's good and uh, you can get those Marvel masterworks if you find them I mean I think mm-hmm. it's number four or five or six it's four or five that is that Dark Phoenix section. I believe our number four entry has a Marvel Masterworks as well I should hope all um, okay. no not all of them do actually not yet I mean some of them are too recent yeah, okay. um, the next two are kind of like oh, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it Born Again um, that is a total Daredevil classic I gave yeah. that one to you I, re- I, yeah, like I remember reading it uh, Daredevil 227 to 231 uh, Frank Miller's yeah. So Frank Miller had quit Daredevil, mm-hmm. and they got him to come back for a big story with his collaborator on Batman Year One, David Manzucelli. And yeah, thank God you pronounced that. It was a great uh, story where it was Daredevil lost everything. It was like the first, uh, like this has become a thing, yeah. a, a trope for Daredevil ever since. It's just like. No, we tear Daredevil down to nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And then he rebuilds. The X-Men always go into space or the future or rewrite history. Daredevil always gets everything taken away. And then everybody knows the secret identity. Yeah. He has no secret identity. The The only negative I have on that one now is just going back to it. Like, 
But I thought I did think Frank Miller was too mean to to his to the girlfriend Karen. That Karen Karen was a '60s character, and then in a very '80s way that she comes back as literally a crack whore, <laughs> literally a crack whore who sold his secret identity for drugs. That's the, the, we, it's such a mean thing to do to her, and then she didn't like later writers reclaimed her, but like she is fixed by the end of it of just like by the love of daredevil like his forgiveness and he gets her off drugs in the top in the top 10 there are three comics that were adapted into what marvel seems to be calling prose novels oh like actual like no no pictures a book book book. um that that would be that happened with days of future past apparently and then happened with our next entry which is surprising because i've never heard anybody talk about it um if i said amazing spider-man 293 to 294 293 and 290. Oh, that would be Craven's Last Hunt. Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, yeah. That is... I've yeah. never heard you guys mention that to me. Uh, it's I a mean, good story. It's a really good story. It's also Very big, dark. It's a big uh, black costume thing, so... Yeah, one of the last hurrahs of the black costume. But that goes through all well, the comics. It goes through Spectacular Spider-Man yeah. 131 to 132 and Web of Spider-Man 31. Well, it's a very 80s thing in that they took a... a much like I talked about with Born Again, they took a colorful 60s goof... Uh, mm-hmm. Of Craven the Hunter, and then have him be somebody who is suicidally depressed, is dealing with dementia, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm going on my final hunt. I will defeat Spider-Man," and he does, and he buries Spider-Man alive, dresses up as Spider-Man, and does and does Spider-Man stuff for like a, a couple issues, and then he's like, "You know what? I've done it all. Shotgun, blam, really he kills yep. himself." And, and then like... meanwhile, Spider-Man is having to dig out of a fucking grave. It's that's, a really, the co- that's on the cover. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very good. I would I totally would have forgot about it to put it in this list, but yeah, it's it was the first thing when I started my black costume collection. I was like, well, the first thing I need to make sure I have is the whole Craven's Last Hunt. This might be the one I'll go read tonight. It's good. You probably will like it because um, it is really dark, but in a in a way that makes sense and doesn't seem needless. And it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's probably all that dated. Jam Demi probably De, not. Detemas Demetas. He, he's he's a great. Spidey I haven't read it in probably ten years. So but can yeah. anybody guess number two? <sighs> number, two. number two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ! All right, wow, we're boring. Oh, I was um, so close which means number my number one guess is probably. Right I there. never said that. I that never has to be. What was your number one guess? Gwen Stacy. Oh that. yeah, it's totally. I never said that. Uh, the Marvel universe is split down the middle as Iron Man and Captain America represent two sides in an ideological divide. That Hitler's armies have taken the take out war to settle. Now back to you, Nabisco. Yeah, Civil War, a great book. I'm just well, just because with the announcement of Captain America Civil War people are like this book is terrible it's right wing propaganda I'm like yeah. how the fuck did I read this recently I completely read that, different yeah, from you I didn't read it that way that, uh, Brad in case you didn't know that uh, uh, I believe it was a Slate article talked about how Civil War had right wing propaganda in that uh superpowers are like guns there and they're like oh there was this big massacre and they're trying to take our our powers away right and we're not gonna let the government do that and i was like i never i i can i can get how the i i am connecting the dots he is making but i I never saw that but i I didn't either but it's like the authors ever I feel like Mark Miller wouldn't like he's like he's a big lefty like he like, like his like, character is he created like, the Thor who's a hippie like. like I think yeah I think all they did is like well whether or not you agree like 
It was the Patriot Act. That's what yeah. I always thought. It was. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that, but it's all. Yeah, it's it's about privacy, sacrificing and, freedoms for the illusion about, it, of more freedom. Because it's not just powers; it's your privacy, it's your sovereignty, it's your freedom, it's mm-hmm. it's all that. So it's mm-hmm. like sovereignty, not like I can defend my land. It's just like <laughs> you should not be invaded personally. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give you my personal information, aka my secret identity, right? And that just was the because more, the yeah. terrorists attacked us, like, right? And <laughs> I just I read that panel, uh, one of the articles, like Iron Man talking to Luke Cage, and he's like. Dude, Oof, it's the law, was... and he's like, slavery used to be a law. He's like, what am I supposed to say to that? Well, yeah, Tony, Tony does just go like, don't go there, please. Like, this isn't what this is about. He's like, hey, no, no, we're talking about this. He's like, man, Luke, please. But that's, I do enjoy, like, <sighs> and Stark seems like that's the thing is they never Stark I, was right. Uh, like Stark was I. No, I feel like they uh, never made a good case for him. He always seemed yeah. like guys. I I kind of know I'm wrong. No but no I, no. I read the best case Stark made, which was that he's like the end of this is he's like the government will t- intervene either way. Right. It's the SRB. I, I've. It's like <laughs> the government will intervene either way, and they will be do it really evil. Mm-hmm. Me being part of this means I can protect you guys. I'll run it, so mm-hmm. I'm your friend, and I won't let anything bad happen. And meanwhile, that has like pretty terrible repercussions in access. If you had read that, oh, yeah. recently. Well, um, I mean, it had bad repercussions when when. Uh, Osborne took over Stark's job and wielded his power. Like, yeah, but like that was the end of the argument of just like, okay, Civil War is good, or the power that Stark gets is good if Stark's in charge of it. But who knows who will but come I was in power? Pretty and surprised have in, in access, they use something that's pretty definitively retconned to throw mm-hmm. in, that throws back in Civil War's face. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a really it's a kind of a neat moment. Um, all right, so I guess we got to do number one. Number one, yep. I would guess that would be Amazing Spider-Man number one hundred and twenty-one, the oh, death of Gwen Stacy. Yes, someone yes. dies tonight. <laughs> it is. It is. It, that is the issue. Man, I called. Which show. I haven't. I guess I haven't. I'm. I, that's the thing. I might have read it. I've read it, but um, that, that was the thing when I worked at the TV station. Like this guy, like who was in the comics and was just randomly like, I was like, oh yeah, I've never read that issue. He's like, oh god, I'll bring it tomorrow. But what makes it number? Wow. And I was like, oh, he'll one. bring me some copy or trade of it but he walks in with the issue i, I believe and he's like here Whoa. you go and, I, and i'm like That's you should nice. not just yeah. like give me and he's like i don't care wow and i'm like wow. Whoa. No, i would not go back to illinois in case you like find the guy hey man need the comic no he back. wanted he wanted it back okay but he let me re- take it home and read it which oh, i was yeah. like this is so mighty it, nice of you it's so, a watershed moment is why it's important why? it is it is the it's the death of innocence that's how yeah. it's used in marvels sure it's the it's the end of the happy Silver Age. Mm-hmm. Like, this goes into the 70s. Things are darker. Spider-Man and, like, they have this love interest that, mm-hmm. like, they never kill a love interest. And mm-hmm. then here it is, like, the supervillain crossed the line, murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, it completely changed the rules. Spider-Man also is, like, pushed to kill. Mm-hmm. It's, like, this darkness. And it's also, like, people say it's it's something that Spider-Man, like, that weighs on Spider-Man even more than Uncle Ben now. Mm-hmm. Because, like... He was responsible then as Spider-Man. Like he shouldn't have let that happen. And and it it uh, from then on, like the girlfriend or uh, the love interest became like fair game. Like they, a lot of women have died. Yeah, a lot of fictional women have died since the death of Gwen Stacy. It, like really, it set a tone for superhero comics. But the that idea that like pretty much they're still in the end game for all superheroes. Even if we couldn't depict it according to the comic code, has always been the murder of innocent people. Yeah, and this is yeah. 
But this is the rejection of like that we can't do it. Yeah. Like, okay. No. See, that's exactly what I wanted to know. Yeah. Um, pretty much that. I know this is an important moment for Peter Parker. It's just like I can't imagine this being my personal favorite moment for Peter eh, Parker. I, I'm I'm surprised it was voted the most important one. But mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It's the death of innocence. It's the end of an Makes age. Sense. It was a big deal. John Romita really regretted doing it. And it is also a lot of people don't know that. Um, the way the Marvel Spider-Man comics were written up to that point, that that Peter was basically Archie Andrews, mm-hmm. and that Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy were Betty and Veronica, and mm-hmm. he was being pulled between the two. But then, about ten issues before that, he made the very clear choice of like, I'm going with Gwen. But that was only because the writers knew the end game was he's actually going to end up with Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. The issue where the second issue, mm-hmm. once Gwen is dealt with. Mary Jane comforts Spider-Man at the end of that comforts Peter at the end of that issue and like they're a couple like Mm -hmm. that was the start of them officially being a couple like in same like Gwen's body isn't even it's still warm and like but oh boy the cover uh, mm-hmm. Looks hilarious. Gwen has managed to die in a sultry Playboy-esque pose. Oh yeah, I, that's my. Uh, and I, Spider-Man lifts his fist. Oh, to the dude, that was that's my iPhone it. case, but I just yeah. changed it. Like, yeah, is, it is. is him screaming these lines? No. Well, well that's oh, in the man. book on the, the last on the last page. It's so silly of Spider-Man going like, "Well, you asked for it, Buster. You yeah. killed the woman I love, and now yeah. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, you will die. Oh my god." Yeah, it's it's the most like shouting, it was, it shouting was tell don't show. Yeah, because <laughs> that last page of just him being angry and shaking his fist like that says it all. The Stan Lee didn't need or Gary Conway didn't need to do that. Oh man, well, but, why is Lee is actually credited on the cover of the issue? He's a scriptwriter on it. Well, he yeah? was plotter, but uh, Gary Conway was a script. Okay, I believe Conway's on there too, right? Yes, for sure. And Gil Kane and John Romita. John yes. Romita actually. When I was a little kid mm-hmm. and had him sign a comic of mine that he did a Gwen Stacy tribute in, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I miss Gwen Stacy. It was my, I suggested we kill her and I regret it. I regret it. Like, God, that seems like uh, something so cool to hear someone say. Did he throw yeah. his towel to you when you were doing it? Well, <laughs> what I had him sign was uh, I have Amazing Spider Man 365, which was, is my most beloved issue that I oh, have. Oh, the hologram? The hologram yeah. 30th anniversary cover. It's a good I, yeah. I got it. The day it came out at uh, Dr. No's Comics in Marietta, Georgia, mm. and there signing it was Mark Bagley, who wow. lived there. Wow. So he wow. was signing, not in the comic shop, but in Marietta. So he's signing the comic. And I was like, well, this isn't the only one I'm going to get signed. I got Stan Lee to sign it. I got Aaron Lopesti to sign it. Wow. And I met John Romita. Because it's one you can get a ton of people to sign because it has all these backup stories. So. Sure. So John Romita did his own story in it, which was a tribute to Gwen. And so mm-hmm. then he was like, oh, Gwen. Like, that's when he was telling me how much oh. he missed Gwen. And so, yeah, the the first page is a table of contents, not a yeah. regular page. So it's a perfect page to get signed. So, wow. again, my favorite personal comic that I own. How much like, you want for it? $5. $5? Let's no, do I, this. I was trying what to think of a, I thought that was the funniest. Plan? I thought that was the funniest response I could <laughs> come up with. Now that, all right. So, wow, what? Uh, 75th anniversary. Yeah, that actually went a little longer than I thought, and I cannot believe you guys immediately pegged the number one and the number two. Uh, at least I Elson mean, there's did. only so many important ones. Yeah, there, if there's anything else you think should have been on the list that I can quickly glance well, what's over. What's number 50? Number 50 is uh, Avengers number 57. Oh, Vision? The Vision. It, oh. is the, it is the premiere of The Vision. Wow, that's an interesting one. Um, I only know because that was one of my calendar comics. So you know, just looking uh, at it Number for 49 is, is Hawkeye. Uh, new Matt Fraction's it Hawkeye. It is really, oh, yeah. it is really Hawk important. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye, yeah, totally. 
Um, let's see. What one was missing there in the Can top 20? Can I see 20? the thing? I'll scan really fast. Let me just say one that I try to think of one that was like missing from the top 20. Because I feel like... Uh, Planet Hulk? Planet Hulk is <laughs> not bad. I like Planet Hulk. Oh, the, the 9-11 issue is number 44. Boo. What number about 700 the is, num- is in the 40s too, right? Oh, 700. That's great. Yeah, Kree yeah. Skull War should be in there somewhere. So Giant Size X-Men is 48. That's a very important. I'm that's surprised very that's important. not higher. Yeah, yeah. It's a big deal. That one really is. Mm. Is FF number one the only FF book in there? Uh, Final Fantasy or <laughs> Fantastic Come Four? On. Yes. Uh, um, I don't think so, actually. Wow, there's some really surprising No, because they, they, had, they had the, the Galactus trilogy. What's another surprising one? Silver Surfer Parable. Oh, now that's an important one. That's Stan Lee and Mobius. Like, right. That, that was a big deal. And, and like, Mobius's art is amazing. The like, art, yeah, but, like... It was. It's a very prestigious book. That's, right, that's right. I don't. I'm a big Deadpool fan, and I don't like the Deadpool kill stuff on there because no, I didn't like that. that is not either. that is an ironic story that doesn't work in, if no. not for all the sincerity built upon by it's the other too comics. Sincere. Uh, Fifty two is Thor, God of Thunder, by Jason Aaron. Huh? That's which is weird. Super recent. Yeah, that's super recent. It's not that good. It's not <laughs> that. Hey, it's I great. love Jason Aaron. I would go with Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X Men yeah. books. Like those that are that great. Yeah, I gotta need to read more of that. All right, uh, Fatal Attractions thirty-two. Huh? Chris huh. Chris War is thirty-eight. Okay. All right. And wait, is AVX in there? AVX is uh, thirty-three, yeah. and then Ultron Unlimited is thirty-four. Ah, good. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man thirty-one through thirty-three is thirty-five, which is <laughs> oh, the uh, the that's the lifting the lifting the, thing. Yeah. Thirty man. That's the one where Spider-Man lifts a heavy thing. Okay. But that, it's like, set, that, that is the first time he lifted a heavy thing, and it's been imitated a million times. Yeah. Mm. Where he digs deep and blah, blah, blah. I have to dig deeper than ever. I can't let Aunt May down. I can do yeah. this. <laughs> all right. We could read that all day. Yeah, but hey, this has been a fun uh, fun little one-off, hasn't it, guys? Indeed yes. it has, Hank. So, yeah, and as we're, as we're enjoying Tokyo, we hope you're enjoying Thanksgiving wherever you celebrate it. Yes. And whatever you do with In it. In Australia. Yeah. And, uh, Europe, yes. in any place where you don't care Southeast about Thanksgiving, Africa. which is everywhere but America. I know it's big in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you know the usual plugs. Listen to all the stuff on Let's Have time. a good holiday. Let's have a good holiday. Have yeah. a good holiday. All right, until next time, Excelsior. Excelsior.